Hey y'all, we back with another episode. Today we're going to be talking about how deep it gets. The topic of this episode is it gets deep. So we're just going to jump right on in and we'll start with a question of the episode. Hope you enjoy. Let's get right on into it. What habits have you had to give to God or what labels have you carried and accepted or according to that you need to break from? Amen. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 17, it says that if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. And we read that scripture a lot, but I sometimes feel like um, we don't consider the work that needs to go into um, actually stepping into that new creature. 1 Peter chapter 4, verses 1 through 4, to paraphrase it, it's just basically saying it says that he no longer should live the rest of his life in the flesh to the lust of men. So we have to really seek God and figure out how, what we used to walk according to, and how not to bring that over here. We're a new man. So, you know, I've always had this uh, people pleaser um, thing about myself. I kind of like to present myself in a way that I feel like people will accept and that people will like, because if I'm not like the low key center of attention, then um, I feel like something's wrong. If I'm not being acknowledged um, in a certain way or in a positive way um, around a group of people at church, different things of that nature, I feel like something is wrong. And so with that being said, um, I feel like that's something that I dealt with before I got saved. And so, um, you know, God is just revealing to me and just giving me helping me to create the time and the desire to seek him on how not to want to be a people pleaser and on how not to want to be acknowledged by others and be the center of others attention. But he's, he's giving me a mind to seek him on how to just basically tend to tend to him, how to be stable in myself and him. So that when I'm walking in the room, I'm not considering, Oh, um, how to please them. What do I need to say to, to be what they expect me to be. But I'm in, I'm entering into the room with the focus on God and his glory. So basically we have to like take time to figure out, okay, what, what way did I used to walk? What principles did I used to believe in? And what, and what, what pressures did I allow the world to put on me to make me act a certain way? And what do I need to do to tear down those walls so that I can make sure yeah. that I'm living in accordance to the will of God? And not and not steal that selfish intuition, trying to manipulate it. You know what I'm saying? So, but I'm gonna let you share, you know, you know, pick it up. I began to even think, even being in Christ already and still having to break off old things. Right. As far as what what worked for you in one season will not work for you in this next season. It's true. It's a personal thing for me. I had to go deeper and fast. I had to go deeper in prayer. I couldn't just, that was a a situation. Thank you, Lord. There was a situation to where it was a person that I had an odd against. Mm -hmm. And me trying to be a righteous woman, I I couldn't act out how I wanted to. And friend you were even there that day because it was our graduation day and I had seen the person the other person didn't act out you right didn't act out but it was just like oh there could be a whatever right spirit 
trying, trying to, to cause something. What the two people are not trying to make it be, the spirit is in the midst trying exactly. to make it be. Um, I give God the glory for the word of God because Isaiah 43, 18 and 19. Even on the day of graduation, mm-hmm. I put that scripture that morning Mm-hmm. as the post for my graduation and it says remember ye not the former things neither consider the things of old that's what was on my spirit when I woke up mm-hmm. and then behold I will do a new thing mm-hmm. now it shall spring forth shall ye not know it I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert hallelujah thank you lord and so when I seen that person, the Holy Spirit wrapped up in me so much because my flesh wanted to get so out of line, but I didn't even want to do that. Ramaya did not want to do that. I'm trying to please God. I'm not even trying to please nobody else. Yes, I wanted to fight that person for no reason. Yes, I, I had an attitude toward that person. For no reason like I had that but I didn't want to deal with that for one I thought I was healed but I wasn't when I seen that person only thing that God allowed to come to my head was that scripture remember ye not the former things neither consider the things of old that was old and God had birthed something new within me wrapping it to the question my old self wasn't gonna make it into that new place right I don't I I had to sever sever that literally it had to be cut and it cut me I really do just praise God for it because that is a testimony for me I was saved by that time this was just in 2021 Mm -hmm. but that those things happen that y'all will hear later down the line, but things happen and it caused some more, it caused my heart to harden. It caused some certain things to come up that's not even of me, mm-hmm. me, myself, and of course not of God. In the world, the world says it's okay to, girl, you should have did this, girl, you should have did that. Those are those unhealthy habits. Mm -hmm. And coming into God to being that new creature, Mm -hmm. you can't do that. Nope. You don't have grace for things. You don't have grace for certain thoughts anymore. When God's grace is up in the situation, you're not going to feel comfortable. It will be time to move forward. He's caught just back in with the story with Jacob being turned into Israel, he didn't say, he didn't keep saying Jacob, Mm -hmm. but he was talking to Israel while Jacob was still Jacob. Right. So you had to, he, he spoke, Jesus, he spoke to the person that we are to, that we are in him. Right. Right. While we were still in our mess, while we were still in just another way of living, Mm -hmm. saved or not. So I just give God the glory for that because everything couldn't go. Everything could not go. That attitude can't go. It can't go into my marriage. And what that's going to do, that that bitterness, that 
whatever else it is, unforgiveness, that whatever, I let it go right now, right now, right now, right now, in the name of Jesus. I can't take that with me. Yes, ma'am. I cannot. That's just going to go forward to adding on to other things that's uncalled for. I have, I have a purpose in the kingdom of God and that can't go forward. It's not a work. It's not a work for God. That's not, that's not what he's calling you to do. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. You don't, okay. If you wasn't saved, if you wasn't Ramiah beautiful, if you wasn't what God has revealed you to be, Okay, yeah, we can we can be petty, we right? Can do that, but we're right. called to be new creatures. You know, sometimes we don't take the time to literally sever those things. And it's a scripture in Matthew. It says that if a man's eye, or I believe it says, is if his hand is keeping him from making it into the kingdom, pluck it out. You made me think of that when you said you had to cut it. Like we got to be willing to literally trim those things away that are not what God wants to be. And I have a thought here. I wrote, our worship must be raw and real because we as people, we have raw and real situations. And I feel like sometimes people, even myself, you feel like God is not going to understand. Like I'm dealing with this ugly part of me. I'm dealing with this aspect of me that even God is not going to want to deal with because it's just so nasty. And it's just, I don't even want to bring God because who who can help? You know, you know, sometimes we feel like, So sometimes I feel like we choose to settle in that. I definitely want to shine a light on the fact that God is the realist. Like he, nothing is more real than him. He understands sin. He understands not that he's not for it, but he understands sin. He understands the fall of man. He knows, he knows our hearts. So instead of us helping the enemy fight us, we have to cast our cares upon him before because he careth for us. We yeah. have to communicate with him. I hear people say all the time, communication is important in any relationship. Don't like, I'm saying this for me too. Don't let the enemy keep you from not speaking to God. Right. Even yeah. if you feel like it's something that God will understand just because our little human minds be thinking stuff like that. Still let God know. Don't yeah. like Oh my gosh. Because it will turn into a big thing. Mm-hmm. It will, that's a seed that the enemy could plant it, and that's part of the tears. Mm-hmm. You got wheat growing in you, but then here's some tears because you didn't want to deal with that issue. You didn't want to communicate it. We've had it with our with our parents. The mom is like, why do you just tell me? Right, right. This whole situation could have been avoided if you just said something. That's what right. God feels like. He would have dealt with it right then and there. To help us. There's plenty of scriptures in the Psalms that says, you are my helper and my savior. Oh my God, do not delay. Even when my mother and my father forsake me, the Lord will take me up. That's uh, Psalms 27 and 10, which to me that says that he's the ultimate parent. So when my physical parents are not around, I have God to, you know, to go to. So with him being the ultimate parent, if anything, as a kid, sometimes things fall in children's laps that that they can't handle. If we find ourselves in situations like that, even if we think that we can handle it, we still need to communicate with God about it so that we can be saved and kept. Amen. I would like to bring up 
1 John 2 and 16. For all that ah. is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is, but is of the world. And me bringing this up is that both of our scenarios are really centering toward the pride of life. The pride of life for seeking attention or not being in the, the attention. The pride of life is still out in the world trying to prove a point to where I'm this and I'm that and you not finna, no, we not, that's the, uh-uh, not of the father, okay? The father is who we serve. The father is who we live to please. The yeah. father is always watching. And there's a cross reference to Romans 13 and mm -hmm. 14. Mm -hmm. And it says, instead, clothe yourselves with mm -hmm. the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the desires of the flesh. Sorry. I didn't have time to clothe myself, but God clothed me for me in that moment. Because you had the word exactly. in, your, in your bank. It was in your piggy bank. It was literally in Ramiah my Ramiah wasn't in Ramiah's piggy's bank. You know, not Ramiah's thoughts, but you put it. But the Lord. Yes. Yes. Then even with that, just with that part, be not conformed to the world, but be mm -hmm. transformed by the renewing of your mind. This is all speaking about newness, the mm -hmm. new creature. Yes, ma'am. Then you'll be able to test and prove what God's will is. His good, pleasing, and perfect will. It wouldn't have been his perfect will if I would have snatched the girl up when I was walking. Right. It wouldn't have been his perfect will. I wouldn't even have felt good after that. Right. And it would have caused you to backtrack. And You know what I'm saying? You didn't get nowhere with that. And I literally have came. I went. I was too far. I came too far at that point and still to this point to go back a step that was just something I had to face and keep going in it so I just praise God for that I think that's pretty much it for today I'm gonna leave you with a focus thought just to kind of recap okay. everything what habits have you had to give to God or what habits do you need to give to God or what labels have you carried and accepted while in the world or walked according to that you need to break from. So what do you feel like pulling on you and keeping you from progressing and receiving the word of God in your life? A few of the focus scriptures, I'll just run all them really quick. Second Corinthians chapter five and 17, Psalms 119, 105, Habakkuk chapter three, verses 19, Hebrews six and one, 1 Peter chapter 4, verses 1 through 4, Romans chapter 12, verses 1 through 2, 1 John chapter 2, verses 15 through 17, um, Proverbs chapter 4, verses 7, Colossians chapter 3, verses 2 and 3. A lot of the time when I was growing in God, there were things that I didn't understand. And, you know, I would either get frustrated or the enemy would try to frustrate me and just say, hey, don't read it. Don't even try. You better write that scripture down and keep keep quoting it. Keep reading it until you get the understanding. God will give it to you. I'm going to hand it over to my friend so she can go ahead and say wrap us up. So, y'all, again, this is Grace for Purpose. We're two women of God speaking up on life's experiences with growing in God. We hope that you have enjoyed this session. 
Your feedback is accepted and rate us, please. And thank you for listening. Stay blessed.